Pickaxe. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome back to the Triforce podcast, the first one of 2021. We're back, technically. It's been a it's been a funny funny week. Yeah, it's been a well. It was funny yesterday. It was. Have you seen the news? I feel like I feel like it's kind of the world is gone a bit weird again. Well, just America. (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, what a summary. It's very easy to sort of think that yeah, the world has gone crazy, but no, it's just the same country that has been going crazy (laughs) and in decline for some time now, going crazy again. Nuts. (laughs) Not really that much of a surprise when you think about it. Um, By by a week's time, the next the next crazy thing is going to have taken over the news cycle. Yeah, but. I, I um, warned you people. I said yeah, he did. 2021 <laughs> is going to fucking suck. You've been are, you, are you doing an I told you so already? I He's am. already done it. Yeah. It's the first I told you so of 2021. In. Welcome. And the warning Welcome, was, uh, went unheeded. He warned you. I he was yelling at those clowns and you guys it. didn't pay any attention. Yeah. Those idiots. Oh, idiots. So, God. I was thinking, since there's obviously a lot of things, a big things to talk about, I wanted to uh-huh. talk about small talk. Because right. I was okay, thinking cool. today... Let's start with the small stuff. So I, I want us to try and do... I realise this podcast is essentially just small talk, but I want us to do a few minutes of 100% guaranteed small talk. So here's the oh, setting. Right, okay. All right, the three of us are colleagues. Uh-huh. We work for a, an office. A that, large bank. A, a, a small... Local insurance firm. Right. Okay. Right. In, I'm liking where this is going. In a, in a small town. Okay. And we work in a small crappy office. It was built in the 80s. It's one of those brick buildings that looks wank and has pretensions of grandeur, but is actually just a shitty, just a shit boring ass block. Like in Slough. A, a classic Slough. Let's say, in fact, that we do work in Slough. Okay. Uh, we all commute, but not far, just from some small village near slough like that's the best you could describe about where do you live oh uh twattington where is it oh it's it's near slough near like slough, that's yeah. as good as it gets <laughs> yeah so right. that's it's us twattington we, like we've that, all yeah. been working there for about 12 or 13 years none of us really knows each other that well right it's just not that kind of office you know um but we're all standing around the water cooler area so uh lewis and i are already there Sips, you come in and you're going to start the small talk. Lewis and I were in mid-small talk conversation when you turned up. So let us right. let us talk for like five, ten seconds and then you turn up, okay? Yeah. Let's see if we can do it. I just want to imagine. Okay, so okay, okay. Get in character. Right. <sighs> oh. Stretch it out. Okay, ready. Stretch it out. Roll your head a little bit, just a tiny bit. Let's relax and get in character. All right, Lewis, I'll, I'll start. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it turned out it was the um, carburetor, which is quite annoying. I had to get a new one, new one fitted. Oh. How's your car doing? That's- it's 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 okay. Yeah. 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 I, I'll be thinking about um, giving it a spray. Oh, you well, You want to get? You want to change the color? <laughs> oh, hey guys! I just. Um, oh, hey sir. Hey, hey! It's me. It's Ken. Um, just uh, overheard <laughs> you guys talking uh, about oh, sorry. Uh, Debbie and finance. I'd give her a spray if you know what I'm talking about. That's inappropriate. Oh, that's inappropriate for this office. And as your line manager, I've got. To say, I'm just. I'm just fucking kidding, dude. I'd fucking spray all over. Yeah. Remember, um, this is small talk. Do you guys? Um, do you guys like? Do you guys like vaccines or? <laughs> how was your? Uh, how was your commute in today, buddy? Oh man, I. You know, I. I woke up. I had um, two pieces of toast like I normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, I put some butter and um, some uh, strawberry jam on it. 
and I was just sitting there eating it, and then I realized, oh, I'm running a bit late here. I, I, I got to get going. So I, I picked up my briefcase, filled it up with jelly beans, and put my propeller cap on, and ran out the door as fast as I could to catch my train. <laughs> of course, I missed it. Yeah. Um, so I played some, oh. played some Candy Crush while I, I waited for the next train. Um, and uh, I had to I had to sneak into the building. Which one did you Which one did you get? Did you get the eight? So that old man Nelson wouldn't see me coming in late. Yeah. He saw me. Um, oh. And, and now he, I've got a, another written warning. One more, and I'm out of here. Oh man. Yeah. You're so close to escaping this hell. <laughs> yeah. I saw. I think I saw you it. on the. I think I saw you on the drive-in actually, um, P Flex. Because oh, yeah. I was I was just a few cars behind you. Oh, did you come in the um, the, the A17 as well? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Um, did you see? You know, we're past the speed camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, which my wife's sister's brother got caught by. Oh yeah, about Gosh. three months ago. Oh yeah. Did you guys uh, Did you guys see camera. the new giveaway sign on the roundabout there? They, yeah. They must have just put it up on the weekend. Yeah, I think they must have put it up at the weekend. Okay, it's time and a half, isn't it? The weekend. I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can go have a look at it on the way back. Is that Is that by the which roundabout? It's near the on? SO, opposite the SO garage. Yeah, right, right, right across okay. from the SO. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see it there. Big giveaway sign. I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, that's weird. Anyway, anyway. small talk over, right? Right. Yeah. So, no, I mean that's. No, about I want to the, carry on. I that's carry about on. the extent of it, isn't it? That's what it's, that is exactly what it's I, like. I, I, so, so what I want to know just is just these right? meandering sort of conversations that lead into nothing and are just so boring. And oh my god, so, I want to carry but, but, but on so much. But people do it. People do it all the time. You find Why do yourself they put doing themselves small through talk? it. Well, because it's very awkward otherwise, right? But here's the, here's my question. My my kids don't do small talk, right? Kids do not do small talk. You may think they do when you hear their little wittery conversations. It's all just about nothing. But to them, these are big deals, you know, their toys yeah. and or what they're watching on TV. It, it's not the same at all. What age and, and what is the point where small talk becomes a thing? Because it can't just be when you get a job. It is pretty much, though. You That's that's part of like the the sort of initial young yeah. adult social conditioning into like older adults, right? Like that. I, I think the job is something you have to do to live, and so you feel like to, you have to put on this face and have this polite. As soon as you have to be polite to people, I think it's the same thing with parents waiting outside the school. You know, you might hate everyone else, but you've got to be polite to them. And, and therefore, you've got to try and find something that's neutral to talk about, you know, that doesn't... You can't really say, oh, you know... If you, but you, And the thing is, when, when it comes to parenting, know, you, you, you can always talk about the school and your kids. Like, you guys at least have a common ground and common interest. Yeah. And, and gossip is also a thing. Did you hear about so-and-so? You know, that's not small talk, really. That's that's gossip. No. Like, I think that the school gate conversations are actually pretty decent. Yeah. The thing for me is a neighbor you don't really know, that's a big one. Work colleagues or family members at a function who you're not particularly familiar with. Yeah. Uh, and people at a wedding say, like, well, I think once you start going to functions as a essentially an adult. Someone's standing there with a drink. Because that's the key. You've got to have a drink. Cup of tea, glass of water, beer, yeah. glass of wine. You're standing there. That's an invitation to some kind of social chat. Like, that's the point where you'll say, oh, it's uh, cousin uh, cousin Tony. How are you, Tony? Yeah, not bad. You? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> 
How'd you get to the wedding today? Oh, I drove in with my mum and dad. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, what about you? Oh, yeah, I, I drove myself. I've got a Ford Focus out there. It's the, uh, <laughs> the blue one. The blue one. <laughs> Just able to find a parking space, you know. So I came down from Birmingham, so we went down the... Um, Oh my god! It is yeah. like a bad YouTuber just commenting what they've what they're doing. Yeah, that's it is. small they do talk. It. That's small yeah, talk. You talk about things talk, yeah. things you can see or things. I, I, that, I think. Like, did you, I, I, did you see the news yesterday? No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Me neither. God, I yeah. never watch it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, but you're not having to like improv your way around that, really. You know, I I I think you can. You could just say, oh, okay. Like you, The other thing is, like, I think as soon as you start going to functions that are more social events, this, the, you can start talking with strangers in a more interesting way. Um, you know, like in the pub, you know, you don't, small talk isn't, it's not the same. It's not, but you don't have to be polite once you've had a few drinks with someone. You know, you can talk. Well, that's why the, uh, the company do is always, whenever I work anywhere, when the company goes out, that's always the most fun. Because mm. it's, it's, if you're with a, a half decent company, but I find that any company, once people get a few drinks in them, the jokes come out, everyone relaxes, and it veers from small talk to drunk talk, which is far preferable. And then yeah. it, well, it's, it's gossip as well, fun, and loads of gossip. A, yeah, a lot more gossip. Yeah, and you people start to hear it insane at work dues. Like, oh yeah, I've never seen anything like it. Like everywhere I've worked, when there's like a work party or something. You think you know somebody briefly just from interacting with them on a daily basis at work or whatever, but it's like Jekyll and Hyde. Like yeah. these people, a couple of pints in there, it's just like, <laughs> you're who right. are you? <laughs> you're insane. Yeah. And then from then on in the office, you're, you're kind of, you. You're, it's changed the ability to have the small talk forever, right? Because you kind of feel like you've, you know, suddenly intimate things about this person, or at least, if not intimate, at least more than you needed to know. Um, <laughs> too too much to, information about. Yeah, this. but but I think in a way that that like the reason that the office things go so nuts is because that gives you something to talk about for a good few months after the office party, and then you, you can start to rib people. Because remember, in most workplaces, you don't really know. Like Sip says, you don't really know. The, the people, some of them you do. Like, I, I, I know Mrs. F has some colleagues she's very tight with. I've I've got some friends I've made over the years at various places I've worked that I'm still close with and, and friends with. Yeah. Um, and those people are different. Like, then you might become friends with them outside work and you actually become proper mates. But the, the, the party and the gossip and the things that happen there give you something to talk to other people about and to tease them about. Hey, look at this. It's Kevin. You want another pint, Kevin? Hey, have a sit down, mate. Mind the table. Hey. So finally, the small talk has a focus, and it's making yeah. fun of that time Kevin tried to get up on the table to dance to Beyonce and fell off, which everyone yeah. thought was hilarious. I oh, remember when Kevin fell off the table. Ah. So the small talk has sort of been buffed by the by the office party. I think that's. I, li I like that, but I also feel like these days you have to be careful. Because there's a lot less tolerance for bullying yeah. in in the workplace, and I think it's it's, the, it's a very fine line it between. I I mean, I've always felt recently that there's almost no line. You you can't do it. You can't rib someone, right? Unless unless you know them well um, enough, and I think that. I think Even then, so I think you got to be kind of careful, right? Like mm. people can turn on you without any 
notice whatsoever, you know? Like well, also, just... you don't know what people are really feeling inside. You know, you don't know how much people are upset by this. You know, you when you were, we were at school, it was the same. You know, there would be some quiet kid who would, you know, get called a name or whatever. And yeah. then one day he'd, you know... Go on to form a um, YouTube network uh, with a bunch of people <laughs> and... Um... <laughs> play minecraft and, <laughs> and yeah finally exactly get revenge and finally get his revenge yeah it's a good story yeah good, really good story. but I, I don't know i i think uh, sorry to go all all serious but I, th- I think it's like that those days of oh you know those those company ribbings it, i don't know if they exist now i don't i don't know how many companies exist with all those weird characters like in the office oh they know? do they're there they're out there for sure think of all the companies in all the countries and all the all across the world there's definitely places and companies that are that are about 20 years behind everywhere else or more you know what i mean like they they Mm. for sure exist you they they might not be like you know sort of like at the cutting edge forefront of like wherever you live if you live in a big city or whatever but they're definitely still out there and those often that that is portrayed as a very family positive thing right yeah you know it's 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 um it's a nice thing often to have these sort of or people who are trapped in this the same similar mundane you know office lives um and they uh, they have a, a friendship and they do know each other intimately very quickly you know as much as small talk is is this thing where it certainly can be very but bland between strangers and very inc- incredibly shielding as well. Incredibly like, <laughs> you know, you you could t- have a little pol- English people are the masters of polite small talk with people that doesn't betray any aspect of their personality whatsoever. You know, you can have the most, it's almost like a server in America giving you their fake nice persona you know, because that's what they they that's how they make money, do. yeah. And you know, as and you could see straight through it in the same way that a British person giving small talk also knows that the person they're dealing with is also you know playing this weird game. It is it is a polite thing. It's yeah. um, an elegance or a dignif- dignified sort right. of part of of, of culture. Sorry, I'll be watching The Crown again, and the Queen, <laughs> the Queen's like <laughs> this the, is one of her the, speeches. At the moment, well, it's one of these things, isn't it, where sort of she, her education was very much about how to behave as the queen and the, the role of the crown and all of these other things and not really anything else. There's this whole episode that sort of focuses on how she's actually very smart when it comes to constitutional matters and things that we wouldn't even understand. Yeah. But doesn't know anything about anything other than horses and dogs and and strange arcane rules i mean you know (laughs) from what i've learned from say game of thrones staying on the throne for that long she must have had a lot of people wiped out i'm talking yeah whole town she's played the game she's played the game of thrones she's been on there for. and she didn't even need dragons no no i know just just uh you know part of the reason for that lewis is of course George, St. George killed all the dragons. Well, she apparently um, she only needed a couple of uh, infusions of uh, children's blood and some lizards. I believe she uh, is one of the lizards. She has to sit on a she? rock. That's the claim. She sit on a rock a few times a month to re- regenerate. Do you guys think that she is a real lizard? No. Right, okay. No, I think she's just a person. We... we <laughs> I think we live in a world where people do, do believe that, though. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. I can, David Icke and all his lot. Um, I mean, these, these are amazing. people that believe they're going to get injected with microchips. Now, my question is this. First of all, what's that microchip meant to do? What do they think it's going to do? That it's going to somehow interface with their brain and control them? 
Or do they think I it's mean, so, why, that, why so that they can be tagged? And it's like, if why they go through a metal inject detector, a few microchips into people. Like, I'm just saying, let's do it. Like, if they think we're <laughs> going to do it anyway. But, so what, what? you're thinking, let's, let's fuel this fire by actually putting tiny microchips in people. You're for Yeah, it. and they don't have to do anything. They could just freak people out a bit. Right. That you would know? really help. Just putting them in there just for shits and giggles. So generally. that when they check, they're like, look, there is a microchip in the vaccine. And you're just like, yeah, we just wanted to fuck with you. That's your idea. Yes. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> well, no, we could tell them it does something. Like, it's helpful. It's like Or you it, can say, oh, it, you mustn't it, touch it, or you'll activate yeah, it. Yeah, well, they protocol, can't. It's microscopic. Protocol gamma. <laughs> No, we can tell them it does something good, like um, it stops, it blocks five G or something. Yeah, you know that would be useful for a lot of people. I think a lot of people want to block five G waves out of their brains and stuff. You know, like I think that injecting microchips in people is a bad idea. Yeah, I don't know if they I'm, should really uh, do that. Do you, what do you think I, about I, I, people I, who are like um, scared of taking or, or like um, apprehensive about taking like the like the COVID vaccines that are available now that they've started rolling out? Like, I saw um, uh, I saw a thread the other day. I think it was on them. Instagram. Like these people are children, so they, we give them a are. lollipop and we tell them it's for something else. Uh, we tell them they've got cooties and they're not their dicks <laughs> gonna fall off. Damn. And they'll be in there like a fucking rocket ship. I saw this this you know woman I mean? saying uh, that she found out that the chemical uh, dihydrogen monoxide was present in vaccines, and that mm-hmm. every every child who's ever had autism has ingested this dihydrogen monoxide uh, chemical, so she won't be taking the vaccine. Dihydrogen monoxide, of course, being H2O uh, or water right. for anyone out there. Yeah. Well, so, it's, well it's, the, it's, it's the chemical that's killed the most people. Yeah, it's deadly. It is a so. genuine deadly chemical. It's so, a killer. Yeah. So she's right. You know, to put it like in simpler terms, like with like all like sort of most science aside and stuff, I would say like, if you think of all of the things that people have ever injected into their bodies um, in the past, um, a lot of those things you would think would be worse than, you know, this this vaccine, which probably won't. The worst, the worst that injecting a vaccine into you can do is that it won't immunize you properly, right? Like, it's not like it's going to, like make your arm fall off or like have well, some I weird heard side that effect, the right? Oxford vaccine reacts, one of the side effects is it reacts with Botox. Oh, really? It's right. Just, apparently it can cause facial fillers to like swell up. Oh, right. Well, permanently or just? <laughs> I don't know whether that's that's true or not, but I read it somewhere. Right. Um, I just thought it was funny Gosh. that that's, that's something that could happen. So yeah, I guess that's something to watch out for if you're, uh, if you're one of those trout, trout pout people. If you have a big trout pout, you might want to avoid that's the That's not vaccine. Botox, is it? I thought that was silicon, the lip implants. I thought Botox was the forehead. Well, that's something people well, have You injected. can put Botox I mean, Christ, everywhere. Like, fucking hell. Like, apparently, like we're basically 33% fucking plastic and heavy metal pollution from all of the fucking shit we eat that's oh, yeah. full of plastic. And like, it's all like permanent, like, isn't it? Like, every Everybody has like the, these Teflon chemicals in them and they, these other chemicals in them. Everyone's yeah. got full of stuff. And apparently it's not even going to go away like, no, because never. we're going to pass it on to our kids. Yeah. You know, our kids are going to come, come preloaded with, with Teflon. fucking and Spotify and shit. Do you know what I mean? They fucking they're gonna have Spotify, Spotify preloaded in their Google goggles. Yeah, well, the microchips that they're injecting lucky. with COVID have got lucky. Um, fucking they got lucky. Bing on them as well. It's not Google. So when you when you want to look up something in your brain, it will be you'll have to Bing it now. Come Bing. Um, so no, you got to say it. Bing. Well, it's because Microsoft are, are making the chips right that go into the vaccines. Did, did so. you read that thread about Steve Ballmer? This was an ex-Microsoft employee. 
And you couldn't just call it Bing. You had to say Bing or what, like that. He was he was at this meet, or Steve Barmer would yell at you, right? Bing, like yeah. He and he would just walk around the corridor going Bing. I mean, I think Steve Ballmer's default state is yelling, is it not? Like yeah, exactly. Every time so, I've seen Steve Ballmer, he's like red faced and screaming. I mean, I, well, in a way, that's one way to rise up the ranks of a company. Nobody's going to ignore you. Everybody's going to know. And if you're always yelling and furious, business. yeah, they're gonna like Steve. Bob. Worked for the fucking president, didn't it? Jesus, like I mean, and and also Hitler. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? like man, like, people were I under mean, his spell, and all he did was just yell. Basically, I honestly think yeah. people love a big shouty red faced person who feels like they are very sure of themselves. It just shows people passion, like, right? I people think... like someone who's sure of themselves. It just shows how people are so vulnerable to propaganda even today. You know, like people just believe the maddest things, don't they? God. Well, then again, it, when it's coming from the, the leader of the free world. I, Man, I, I should have worn like... my sunglasses to the podcast today because Lewis got his tinfoil so... hat on and the reflection <laughs> of the sun off of that thing is blind. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. So <laughs> I'm I watched. Just joking. I, so today, joking. this week, I did a weird thing. Right. Um, I watched a movie that otherwise I would have seen at the cinema right. at home, right, for like the first time. And I'm sure you guys have done this, right? It was Tenet, yeah. yeah. And I, it was actually kind of nice. It was a weird, cleverly transitional movie because I think if I'd watched it in the mo- in the cinema, I would have been a bit frustrated. But, but because I wasn't watching it in the cinema, I could like pause it, I could rewind, I had like subtitles on, uh, you know what I mean? And actually... I think I enjoyed it a lot more mm. sat on my ass being able to, you know, have a pee and not miss like right, right. a crucial plot point. Right. I don't know. Like, what did we, you I, think I, of it overall? Was Tenet a Chris Nolan uh, movie? Yeah, yeah. Is that? It's, it's his. Yeah. So I, I saw it in the cinema last year. When oh, did you? Yeah, okay. When the lockdown had relaxed enough. Oh, I thought I didn't realize it had been in the cinema. Yeah, I'm just did. an idiot. Sorry. So no, oh, no, no. Okay. So so when it came out, it was like the first big movie that came out after. All the COVID stuff. So it was like the big test case of can we do this again? Like, because because all these big studios, like the Dune movie, has been pushed back to like October of this year because mm. they want it to be a cinema release. They want it to get money. Yeah, yeah. But HBO I, I, Go I, I, mm. or whatever the HBO movie service is, the HBO streaming service, all the movie studios are saying. I could be wrong. This is what I read. All right, listeners. I, I mean, don't fucking don't at me. I'm just Don't saying what I what I what I heard yeah. that they want to dual release stuff now in the cinema and on streaming platforms. Now that's never been done before, really, to have a major movie not get a cinema release first and then transition later into uh, you know streaming and DVD or whatever people want to watch it on these days. So that's a big thing, and and there's a big battle between the June producers and the the owners, if you like, of the film studios to say, no, we just want to get it out there on streaming services and all the rest of it. Uh, I mean, I know you have to pay to rent Tenet. You don't get it. It's on Prime, I think. And Mrs. F was like, Yeah, we I wa-? paid yeah. like £5 yeah, or yeah. £6 or something. Uh, I mean, yeah. in a way, I think um, it's actually not a bad move. But I think the problem is, like, I saw Tenet in the, in the cinema. And because it's a Nolan movie, I actually wouldn't recommend seeing it in the cinema because he can't do sound mixing properly or it's some... Apparently, there's some weird thing where he wants it. to I be had hard to do to a lot of my own. I feel like I had to do a lot of my own sound mixing yes. by turning the volume up and down. Yes, um, with but that's the same with any Chris Nolan. Movie. Right, but yeah. that's what I'm so saying it's is not, like um, it's, like it's, it's too deal. consistent, and he's too skilled a filmmaker for it to be accidental. It's obviously deliberate. And one of the things I read was that he wants the dialogue to almost be lost in the background sound, so that you have to lean in and really pay attention. I'm thinking, Chris, I've paid 
through the arse to watch this film because it's yeah. very expensive to go to the cinema. <laughs> right Believe through. me, buddy, I'm already paying fucking attention. I do not need you to trick me into leaning in and to then have all the other background sounds be so cocking loud that the, the Batman says, and turns away. <laughs> And Alfred's like, what did, What was that, Master Wade? That sounded important. And he turns back. <laughs> Master Wade, I, I think you said to get the Batmobile. <laughs> and then there's a huge explosion. deafening-ass music in the background. Yeah, it's like, can we just, just have Batman say to Alfred, Alfred, get the Batmobile. And Alfred says, I'll get the Batmobile for you right away, Buster Wayne. Like, that would be a much better movie. I don't need it to be, what did Alfred say? What did, what did yeah. Batman say? Because it's not making me happier, Chris. Batman should wear, like, uh, one of those sort of sp- scrolling text things on his chest or something, like digital, that gives him automatic subtitles. Yeah. Or maybe People. just like a word to sort of sum up what he is mumbling about, like a the whole right, sentence. Like car, a little you know? digital speech yeah. bubble pops up like oh my it's God, a comic back book. to the comic yeah, book. Yeah, exactly. Comic book. Just have that pop up and then you can go... Why don't they have that like? in movies, like as a subtitles thing? I know that uh, in, in John Wick, the subtitles were sort of graphically fancy on the screen, weren't they? Oh, sometimes, sometimes they do it for... for yeah, when they when they have foreign languages yeah, in there and the they'll subtitles have the, are like the cartoony in. style subtitles. I think like, it's just there. a big free-for-all now because most people, while they're watching a movie, probably have like a wiki open on their phone that they're reading about the movie and stuff you know what i mean like they're there just to say that they've experienced it but like they're not paying any attention because they're just reading like the cliff notes and furry anus 6969x says this movie this movie didn't have enough fucking no no furry furry representation in yeah no yeah yeah exactly so like i think that people are constantly Bitching about anyway, I thought it was I, I, I thought it was like an okay movie. Right. Um, I heard I say a lot okay. of bad things about it. People were like saying it was pretty pretty well, trash. It was it's not, very, it's not bad. It's just it was, not great. I thought it was actually I thought it was actually very enjoyable. As as soon as I I, I didn't have my tinfoil hat on though. I wasn't like well the time travel in this movie is inconsistent because if you actually had a time travel machine, you wouldn't be able to what if and people are constantly like oh there's like a bunch of i don't know there's a bunch of timey-wimey wanky bullshit but you're gonna get that with every time travel yeah, movie. yeah i think yeah i think, you just I think have when to it say, comes to stuff it, like time travel or whatever time travel. you just gotta roll with it right you just gotta chill out and just accept I think it for the, what the it danger is of, of time travel is that like maybe it, you it invest opens... your emotions into something worthwhile rather than a movie you know well it, it's so stupid time travel because it ruins it, it, even the dumbest person ha- can say well what if you just went back in time to before that happened and stopped it right <laughs> well, why, do, why doesn't you just That's go back me, in I'm time right but, and, but remember so remember that the way the time travel works in all... tenet is that you don't travel to a point you go through the thing which they never understand i'm going to call it the thing and then you're moving backwards through time rather than going i'm going to go to point a you just travel backwards. So you actually have to do the walking backwards. Like that's the point of of Tenet really, is that as far as I could understand, you don't just travel to a point. You go through the machine thing and then you are literally traveling in time as in walking backwards. So when you get in the well, car no, and drive, you don't, no, it's no, going it's not, backwards and all that shit. Yeah, that's kind of it. But but you are, yes, you get what's called inverted. Right, right. So you start traveling. <laughs> time, time, passes time now passes backwards the other way for you. For you. But yeah. therefore, breathing is very 
is impossible and like all kinds of other things like uh they're like now be aware it's all going to be kind of fucked up and and if you shoot a bullet it sucks the bullet out of the wall through you somehow um yes. which is kind of nuts <laughs> Uh, and, and also they were like, oh, an inverted bullet hurt, hurts even more. And I was like, that's like when they tell you that, you know, banging your hand on a cold day hurts even worse. You know what I mean? It's like, well, <laughs> yes. what? Why would it Why would it be even exactly. worse? Exactly. It's full of those moments, right? Where you're like, so uh, why does it work? Yeah. Why does it Surely a, a reverse bullet would be pulling it out of you. Right. You'd be, be better less, off afterwards, you know I mean? like, right? Because and so... Uh, yeah, you'd be but sucking no. bullets out of people, but no, because the bullet isn't in them. You're you're somehow sucking a bullet out of a wall. Into it's it's weird. There's all kinds of oddities like that that don't really add up. Yeah, it's it's full of that sort of stuff, and you're constantly full of questions. But also, in a sense, when you're dealing with time travel, it's hard to make it um, m mean something. Yeah, because the, the, there's always that feeling like the twist. You could never see coming because it's some time travelly wanky bullshit. It's not like some cleverly thought out thing. It's like, well, actually, if you, you if, if it turns out if you turn the lights off, the light then goes out of their eyes and then they can't see. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like, Jeremy you know, there's some dumb, yeah. there's some dumb stuff. Right. So and films so, that have done time travel well, the Terminator, um, the Terminator movie, Interstellar was send, pretty good. I like that time, time traveling. Stuff. I, I, I very much enjoyed the time stuff in Interstellar because he's just communicating across time rather than actually. Yeah. I thought I, Back to the Future is kind of classic. Like, Honestly, simple, they did it right, good. didn't they? Yeah, yeah he I goes liked back it. in yeah. time yeah. and it demonstrates how he fucks up the timeline and has yeah. to fix it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, and he gets to fill a car with garbage for fuel. I thought that was awesome too. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where we're going, <laughs> we won't need explanations of time travel. Exactly. That's what he should have said. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Maybe. I thought it's it was actually... Real not, straightforward, yeah. Marty. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, here's one question though: When he comes back to the future, to present day, before he gets in the car with uh, with uh, Doc and zooms off to the terrible sequel, Back to the Future Two, in the first one, he comes home and his parents oh, completely Back different to the people. Future Two. I kind of liked as well. I didn't mind. Have you it. watched it recently? I have watched, watched it recently. recently it's no. not good. It's not uh, good. three. I did not like very much. Three the Wild West one. Yeah. Three was Which was the bad. one with the train? That was the third one. That was Back to the Future Three. Yeah. So anyway, he comes home. His parents are completely different people. Now, if that had happened, his entire upbringing would have been wildly different. So he doesn't actually know his parents or his brother and sister anymore. And it's like, look how much better your life is because your brother and sister are cool people that have jobs and are functional adults and your parents are in love now. and everything. And they're wealthy. And Biff now works for your dad. He's like, now, now, Biff, you're going to put that second coat on the car, aren't you? <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. McFly. I'll get right on it. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> the life you've returned yeah. to is not yours. Why are you so happy? This is terrible. Yes, your life before wasn't great, but you've missed out on 20 years of your life. It's gone. Yeah. You don't know anyone anymore. Yeah, you don't know you them. Don't, your yeah, parents you will say, had, do you remember that holiday we years had? Of memories exactly. They're erased. You're, you're now out of time back home. So you've arrived back home, and all the holidays, all the upbringings, all the family jokes, everything is a mystery to you. And they'll have to, they'll, you'll have to do the thing where you go, gee, Doc, it's, I don't remember that Christmas at all. Remember, Marty? <laughs> don't you remember, Marty? When your parents gave you a gold bullion because they're rich and successful and you became the most famous man in America? I don't remember it, Doc. Jeez, you know, it's going to be like that his whole life. It's actually yeah. quite Marty, quite we have to go back. Your parents are too successful and wealthy <laughs> and they're doing well. 
But they've lost touch with reality. <laughs> we need to make them poor again. They're still in the same fucking house, though. That's That also doesn't make sense. Like, destiny led them to that suburban house. That exact house. Regardless of what Marty did, they bought the same house. The only real difference is they're happier, and he has that truck he wanted. That's it. <laughs> Well, it's. I think it's a very light, a light comedy time travel movie. It's not doesn't take itself too seriously, and the time travel is obviously a very big plot point. But it's also very clear that you're not supposed to fuck with time, yeah, or else because uh, he's a, it he's, ruins. He's a, disappearing from the picture he's got of his family. His brother is just already gone. Yeah, it's. It's. Uh, I, I like. He, yeah, like he said. I think it worked well because. It was so. It was straightforward. He travels once. He goes backwards, and then he goes forwards. Like that's it. There's no fucking about. There's no. Uh, what I don't uh, like is when a movie. Well, you get a movie, and the time travel like thing on it is like some f- complete madness. It's like looking at spaghetti wall where someone's tried to figure out yeah. what happened. Yeah, and it's like a time travel map. There's like that. that they have stuff like that in Dark, the series Dark, which is which also oh, did a lot tra- of time, time travel, travel really yeah. well, um, in my opinion. Another, yeah, another good because that sort of in. that sort of has three periods of time moving at the same yes, time. Yes, and people can, can get join, stuck in you can, you the can go uh, back in those periods of time, and and then age yeah. in real time there and stuff as well, right? Which is like really weird. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, too much of a spoiler. No, um, no, it's just it's cool. It's really well done. In fact, I, in fact, I think that Great helps show. you. That will help if you decide to watch it. Yeah. That will actually help um, to make the series better yeah, because yeah. I think sometimes it is really very confusing what the fuck's going mm-hmm. on. But um, also, uh, I, I, there's a, so, some good time travel movies. Tenet, for anyone that's watched Tenet, they'll, I'm sure they'll agree it's a good time travel movie. Uh, very interesting, very low budget. Right. Um, what are you talking about? Sorry, Tenet. not Tenet. Fuck, I'm such the one we just. I thought, yeah, idiot. I thought, yeah, I thought. It's I a similar kind of word. It's me. also not a low budget movie. It's called. <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck is it called? Do you want to start that again? Yeah. No, there's some I good. Don't. <laughs> I don't time travel movies. Hang on, I'll get it. it. It's like that. It's like a similar kind of word. Uh, oh fuck. All right, you guys chat for a sec. I'll be I'll be right with you. More time traveling movies. What else? What other movies is there? Like some time. Oh, L- Looper. The best time like travel movie ever. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, Hour, right? I mean the thing is that was actually that movie was Primer. actually Primer. Primer. Oh right, okay. I've never see, seen. See, you can see how I got so, confused with. with yeah, I can. That's the one which I thought was a bit of a mess, though. No, no, I it's think. it's very good. It's, is it's, that not it the is... one which is a mathematical mess? Mm, no, I don't think so. Oh, I, I think it's really remember. it's it's good. It's good. Twelve Monkeys. I quite like the time travel in Twelve Monkeys. Bill and Ted was this movie Star Trek that was for the voyage was, home, was good fun. Oh yeah, right? that was terrible. That was the one where they they got the whales and put them in the yeah. water tanks, right? What were they mm-hmm. fucking thinking? Holy mm-hmm. shit. It's weird. Bill and Ted kind of became like this. It aged down. It, it was like Minecraft. It came out and it was like for teens. And then it sort of became a kid's show kind of thing. Um, yeah, there was Bill a, and Ted's. a Bill and Ted's uh, cartoon, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah there was a whole time. bunch of Bill and Ted stuff. But none, none of it, like, it, it was all short-lived. None, none of it. Oh, stood really? the test of I time. It was quite no, famous. No. Like there was a, there was two movies, and then I think for a while, when the first movie came out, especially there was like cereal boxes and bed sheets and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't stick. It wasn't like. It became sort of like a like a classic '80s movie, I guess. That you you know, if you yeah, saw it yeah. when you were a kid, you look back on and re- like me remembering it being great. 
I mean, yeah, if yeah. I watched it today, I don't know if I'd find it great. There, there'd be nostalgic moments. I remember loving it. I remember loving yeah, it. Yeah, I loved it too, man. Same I loved with Back it. to the Future. Yeah, Back I, to and the here's another movie well. I watched when I was a kid. Oddly enough, we all took a cinema trip. Like, I, 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 you know, a few of the parents took like a bunch of us kids to see The Hunt for Red October, which oh. is a great movie. I watched yeah. that the other day on uh, on, on, on the telly. <laughs> I think I I've that seen film. that like 20 fucking it's times. Do you movie. know what? I've, I feel like I've seen it 20 times, but I don't remember it pretty much at all. Like, I have right. seen it a bunch of times, but it's not like one of those movies where I could sort of like quote um you know like a famous line from it or I'll even really remember lines. the plot of it or anything i'll give you some lines to to help you out Bro, if i range the target mr vasily one ping only do you remember that bit <laughs> no the hard part <laughs> no. about playing chicken is knowing when to flinch do you remember that bit no <laughs> no you heard the torpedo hit the hull and i was never here Contact Dallas. Give him the go. Do you remember that bit? No. Well, no. fans of the how, movie will. How do you fucking know all these lines from this fans movie? For this? I'll, I'll I mean, tell it's you. It's not how. even that famous. I mean, what like, a better of course submarine. It's like the best submarine movie ever made. I don't think I'm a, about, I'm not a strong. Yeah, Das Boot. I'm not a strong quote guy when it comes to movies. Like, I've seen Goodfellas uh, a lot of times. I would say in my life and. Even then, the like quotes and stuff are are hazy at best for me. You know, like so, I remember certain scenes and stuff, but I couldn't recite. God, like, I'm thinking. I can recite. I can recite an awful lot from movies. But I'm starting to think maybe I'm getting to the age now where I can watch like a movie that I know is good that I can't remember, and I won't. I won't remember any of it. I'm I'm looking. I'm thinking the page is starting to turn where I can now. You know, I can now watch. I can now start the cycle. Okay, I'm starting to watch all those movies from 20 years ago, and then in 20 years' time or less, because my brain's going out of date quicker. In 10 years' time, I can watch them all again. Yeah, and then in five years after that, I can watch them well, all I've again, done and then that I can recently. be like a, a granddad in a nursing home, just watching the same movie every day. And, I and watched The Sopranos like 15 years ago, and I forgot everything. All the plot lines, most of the characters, like it was like what, like I watched it recently, and it was like watching it for the first time again. Like it was like I, I'd forgotten so much of it. Like I remember generally things, the theme of it and stuff, but all the details and stuff completely gone. Like I just didn't remember any of it. Um, so the the reason that the reason that certain movies and I could list them, but I, I'll save you the the boredom. The reason that certain movies are embedded in my brain is because when I was a kid. We recorded stuff off the telly onto VHS, right? That was what you did. You recorded movies onto VHS. You'd have a stack of fucking tapes next to your telly. And when my mum was at work and it was just me and my sister and there's nothing on telly, we'd stick a movie on. And there were certain movies that I'd stick on because, you know, you've got a limited selection. There's nothing else to do. There's no internet. I didn't have a computer. I was fucking bored out of my mind. I didn't want to watch the news or whatever the fuck was on telly. There were only four channels. Most of it was wank, so we'd stick a movie on. And things like Back to the Future, Hunt for Red October, Goodfellas, stuff like that. We've seen like 100, 200 fucking times because we just didn't have anything else to watch or do. So that's why some of these films, the dialogue is glued. The Burbs is a prime example. The Burbs was on the other day. Oh, The Burbs. I remember so much dialogue. I don't remember the dialogue, the but oh I like the movie a lot. I watched it a bunch of times. I watched that because it was on, it popped up on fucking, I guess it's just Alexa listening to me because we were talking to you about old movies. Right. And I, I fucking watched, I watched it, it was on Amazon or something. It popped up. I was like, just watched it in the background. Well, it was a, kind of a shitty movie. Excuse what, me. The Burbs? Excuse me. The Burbs. The Burbs ah. is yeah, it's one of those it's one of those ones where it's like 
at the time, it was really good, kind of like Bill and Ted's. And you're just more nostalgic for it than anything, right? Looking back on it. Like, it's I don't got- know if you watched it for the first time now with no context whatsoever, if you would really enjoy it. Maybe. Much. It's yeah. got Tom Hanks in, young Tom Hanks doing comedy roles mode, where he was at his best, I think. It's got a gorgeous Carrie Fisher in it as a, the archetypal hot mum. She's she, gorgeous, she right? Yeah, yeah, she's his wife. Right. It's got Bruce Dern is in it. I think it's Bruce Dern as uh, his kid, sort of ex-military neighbor. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was in a lot guy, of stuff in the eighties. He was, right? yeah, he yeah. was. Um, but there's, there's the, the guys who play the 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 Germans that live in the 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 house, the crazy the crazy house. They they really crack me up. The old guy who's got like his mouth is completely upturned, like like a pug or or a fucking French bulldog. He's got his mouth like this turned up. And he says to him, it's funny, uh, funny hands. I didn't see uh, the moving truck park in. That is strange because it was parked outside all day. (laughs) (laughs) I just love so many bits in that film. Yeah. Uh, And my sister, my sister and I used to watch that film all the time. So the the Burbs has big, big nostalgia energy for me. Well, it has like, it's, it's a decent premise and a good cast, but it it just felt like a, just a bit of a shit movie. Like, I don't know. It didn't feel like, didn't feel like there was any like reward or payoff. It just felt like this sort of weird Twilight Zone. Only kind of. It's just goofy. They made movies like that in the eighties. I guess you know? so. They just yeah. Did. I mean, do, do you reckon it's like it was a vehicle for Tom Hanks at the time, yeah. and they were like, "Let's get Tom Hanks in a movie. What are we gonna fucking put him in? Here we go." Yeah, Here's yeah, one. yeah. Do you know what I mean, I mean I, like I watched uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles the other day as well, which is a, another classic eighties film. John Candy and Steve Martin, and they're stuck, and he's trying to get home for Thanksgiving. And there's really very little sort of high drama or anything like that in it. It's a, it's, it's a, just kind of small talk. That's yeah, what it they is. basically make their it's way like the small talk of movies. It is. They make their way very slowly across the country <clears throat> and get into annoying, annoying things happen. And John Candy's kind of irritating to share a hotel room with. Um, they make some mistakes along the way, and John Candy invariably kind of causes an issue, but then also kind of solves the issue and is kind of lovable John Candy as usual. Steve Martin really doesn't have any funny lines in the film. Like, it's it's weird. His entire role in the film is to be this suffering straight man, which is so weird for a comedian like Steve Martin. It's like this mm. weird transition from, like, The Jerk and all those films where he was just a clown into the straight man and who sort of like has to put up with John Candy and gets annoyed. It, it, it's a it's an odd film, but I did I did enjoy it. Uncle Buck, I watched that. That was Uncle another film. Buck. Yeah. My sister and I watched like a thousand times. Planes, trains, and automobiles. I watched a, a whole yeah, bunch. Yeah, that's what P Flex was just talking about. I, I can tell you a Uncle now. Buck. Yeah. Uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Home Alone, the first one yeah, I mean, that came obviously out. Home Alone's an incredibly National crazy, Lampoons. But, I mean, can, you, um, can you, like, describe what happens vacation, in Uncle Buck? European in, like, vacation, Yes, Christmas I can describe vacation. what happens in Uncle Buck. Uh, a family has like to a go sentence, away. Yeah. They rely on their deadbeat uncle, Buck, to look after the kids while the parents have to go out of town. Yeah. And they live in a very big house in a very fancy neighborhood, and he's a complete schlub who drives a car that constantly belches black smoke. He makes his living by gambling and being a bit of a wide boy and uh he smokes you know cigars and and he has the 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 core battle in the film is him and the older daughter she wants to go out with this guy bug who's a complete piece of shit and he's like (laughs) no don't do it and that's basically the film 
Um, right. The, it, it, it's a, <laughs> I mean, that's, that sounds like nothing. Yeah, I know. It, it is such, a, very such a basic, simple it's just idea like a premise for a story. Yeah. With no, there's nothing on the hook, right? Like it's, it's like recently every movie has had to be some world-ending disaster is prevented, you know, like... Or some, you know, some. It's all high concept, right? It's all high concept. It's all, it's all low stakes, good premise, weird scenario. Yeah, but a lot of movies you know, in the '80s were like that. But they were good. Like, there's so many of those movies were 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 really good, right? Because they didn't try to do too much. They didn't really try to be too funny either. Like, they were just kind of. They just ended up being really, really good. And they kind of stood the test of time, too, I think, a lot of those movies, you know, because a lot of people, they're still on, you still see them on TV. People still go back to watch them, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've definitely spoken to Mrs. F about this before, about the, the plot for a lot of movies. It feels like the elevator pitch was never expanded on. You know, it was literally as simple as, uh, okay, uh, how about this? Uh, robot travels back in time to kill a guy who's going to be like a leader of the resistance in a future war. Bigger, but a a lot of the these movies were written by the same like three guys though. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, they, it was were, they, they were, they were very of the time. They were relied on by big studios to just pump out script after script after script. And they wrote hundreds and like maybe and 10 of them true. became movies or whatever. But you can tell like the guy who made Home Alone also made like, whatever and like and and you're like yeah i this this guy's style i i recognize it or whatever and then another guy and then another guy but that's just kind of how it was like back yeah, then yeah. and i guess it's sort of still kind of like that but there's there's much more um back then it was all movies right but now you've got like all these streaming services paid su- subscription services that people like you know write stuff for like netflix amazon prime like all these like longer running things there's like uh there's there's kids tv i don't know if you've ever watched much well you probably have seen some kids tv but like cbb's for example if you watch if you if you have cbb's on and your kids are watching it throughout the day or whatever uh take a look at the credits at the end of like an episode or at the very start where it says written by most of the shows are written by like the same two or three guys like as <laughs> as like the lead writer i'm not even joking it's just like they just have like probably a staff like anywhere else would where they're just like okay we've got this idea we we want to have four heroes that are um you know sort of like uh distinct enough in themselves so that we can make toys of them later on and they have to have these fun adventures and go for it and you know paw patrol comes out or you know what i mean it's but that's just it's it's like a it's like a assembly line it's like a factory for like shows i think a lot of the time like it's 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 back scratching and stuff like this as well and and also people who've made something before it's like i don't care what you make you've made this thing before therefore we're just going to trust you to make the next thing do you know what mm. i mean and and you end up with a lot of very mediocre stuff but i think studios and tv stations traditionally didn't care really they just needed to fill those bits of airtime. They had a certain amount of budget, and they just needed consistency. Yeah, I think I think nowadays everything is so numbers driven, but also in the same way, people aren't willing to take risks either. Any even even today, like I think you, you know you'd rather the project got completed on time and on budget than you know you you took a risk on something that might not work. It's the same with games. It's the same with everything, really. I think that the, the indie games and indie movies have allowed always allowed 
you know, creativity. And I think that's where most of it stems from. You know, it's it's a creative indie that then gets adapted into a big game, yeah. um, you know, or, or movie in the same way. Yeah. I think I think movies have always had more freedom, though, because there's so much, in a sense, like... Historically, they get a far bigger budget, too, right? So it's like... I guess that helps. Yeah, and you can have kind of these wild guys in charge. You yeah, know, these a lot of the, a lot of the sort of wacky off the wall movies come from these specific directors. Coke you know, snorting, highfalutin. Made enough stuff before <laughs> yeah. that, that they're not really a risk. The movie they're making is a risky movie, but in a sense, like they're not yeah. because you know you know you're going to get something out of them, and, and people are going to watch it out of interest. You know, oh, people watch bad movies routinely because it's weird to, to people want to know. I'm sure a lot of people watched Cats just for the sake of morbid curiosity. Yeah, you know? probably. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a, what a podcast. What a, what a week it's been. Oh, what else have I done? Wait, I was segueing into ending the podcast. I hope. Oh, were you? I was, okay. yeah. That's why I said, what a podcast. I thought that I see. Lewis oh, right. was going to oh. be like, oh, yeah, well, that's all we got time for today. Right, right. I've made it awkward right. now. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Right. I've started playing a few VR games. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I cracked. Well, I decided that because we've had, we started this second lockdown, I was like, I can't really go out. Well, I can go out, but I, I don't anyway. Yeah. But I've, I felt like. I just needed to do something that involved standing up for more than 10 minutes every day. (laughs) I just just generally try to stand up more now. Like I eat standing up and like pacing around my kitchen and stuff. Like, you know, just trying to get extra little bits of exercise wherever I can because I don't really do much exercise. I don't really like exercising either. No, I hate it. Yeah, me too. It really stinks. It's so boring. But no, I was listening to some podcasts and I was, I was, I was, I was doing some other stuff standing up. I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to walk around a bit. I don't know. (laughs) Well, listen, I hope everyone's doing all right. I'm worried about people out there and I love you. Yeah. Keep your peckers up out there. There's another big lockdown. Stay positive. Stay positive. At least if you can try to get out for some fresh air, maybe have like a walk or whatever, which is more than I do. Um, but hopefully, you know, with the vaccine rolling out and everything, things will start to level off, you know, maybe spring, summer. Yeah. If you have lip fillers, maybe don't take it just yet, but you know, I'm sure they don't put Botox in your lips. No, maybe they don't. But remember the vaccine protects you from 5g. So true. um, True. Yeah. Consider that. Yeah. There's always a silver lining, right? Well, it's actually a sort of a silicon lining. lining. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lining, um, however you want to look at it. So there's that so um <laughs> god bless you yeah. and uh, good night everybody good night <laughs> bye see you next week bye, bye.